movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. Neo420 Talks. This United States for America. of the pandemic scamdemic coup against America. On the Statue of Liberty it says, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free. On the Declaration of Independence it is written, All men are created equal. The socialists, globalists, Marxists, and communists who are criminals in and around government, business, university, health care, everywhere else. They are a criminal cabal working in unison. Attacking our civilization have no idea of the sleeping giant they have awoken. We are a sleeping giant. USA! 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 One good thing came out of all of this. They showed themselves. The top 1% of the 1%. And now I'm going to take them down. I hope that you are doing well, brothers and sisters. And I hope more than anything that you have got your pocket or your standard size Declaration of Independence and your U.S. Constitution pamphlets and booklets so you can study that information and be able to defend your rights and be able to teach others about their rights under the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution. I want you to hear this motivational speech for patriots because this is something that we need to remember and never forget. We do not come from a weak people. We come from a warrior champion class. And this brother right here says it the best. And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. K 
Chase on, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of Trump. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud to remember who we are. That we are Americans. And as long as we stand at the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. Not only survive, but comply. So guys, it's time to put on our packs. It's time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us. For all those generations that's going to come behind us. Let's save America, folks. We can do it. We have the strength, we have the numbers, we have the intellect, we have the power, we have the desire, we have the will to be free. So now, with that encouragement, I want you to listen to this retired lieutenant colonel who describes what's going on and tells us how to take it back with very specific focus in areas in our local communities. So their operating system, they're um, all of their lines of code, all of the components. Why, why in the world does something not attached to the internet have a uh, have a modem in it? Why is it a flash card? Why does it have wireless? Another mystery of the universe. Okay, let's uh no, we, we're going to test every one of those. We're going to put them on a bench and we're going to test them and we're going to test them all kinds of creative ways. We want to make sure before they take over the nuclear command control, they have the right stuff. We need to know this. And oh, by the way, we also need to know about the companies. Because right now, they're in big, we don't know who these companies are. They're probably help. So we also, in these situations, we do very aggressive and robust business forensics to find out who these companies are. We don't know who these companies are. So you know, all that's tongue-in-cheek. But this is, this is very serious. And they have not met the, the minimum standard for anything. And we're just supposed to shut up, sit down, get vaccinated, do what we're told, and accept their word for it. No, that's not going to happen. So everybody here is an action-oriented person. You wouldn't be here if you were an action-oriented person. But you need to get involved in your county and get others to get involved in your county. Again, I want you to train everybody to reject the thesis and get involved in your county because I've studied voting. I've realized it's those seven centers of gravity in every county. Your election board, your county council, your school board, your registrar. It's always the registrar. The sheriff, the judge, the prosecutors, get involved. This is going to be a long, hard grind and slog. This is not a one and done, I press a button and we have election integrity. This is going to take years. They took, took 11 years to flip Virginia. We have to have that same steel resolve and endurance. So get involved in your county, hold these officials accountable, read the state codes, and show up, be intelligent, and ask hard questions. And hold your officials accountable in your county level. Because county officials, even if they're clean and good, act very differently when they know you're paying attention and you can you can you can ask them questions about the state code and the county code and things like that. Do that. Do that. Hold them accountable. Because they will act very different when you show up and you can ask intelligent questions. And it's gonna be a longer it's gonna be a slog. But again, I spent forty years and I realized the country was stolen behind my back, okay? I was facing outward, 
things happen behind my back, I hope. So, every one of you, thank you for being here. God bless you. God bless America. Thanks for your time here. That's what we have to do. He's defined it, described it, and now it's up to us to actually do it. And if you want to get more motivation, I want to play this audio reading of the Declaration of Independence for you as a final encouragement to encourage you, brothers and sisters, fellow patriots, fellow Americans, move forward with taking back your local community, take back your local government, take back your local schools, take back control of your local business community, and be in charge. Do not let these international criminals do any more to us, as the harm has already been done, and now they will pay for their crimes against humanity and their treasonous acts against we the people. Stay tuned for more and go back in our archives of truth and listen to it from day one back in 2018 as we've been speaking this truth over and over, giving specific details throughout from the macro side to the micro side in every detail in between. But the main thing is stand for freedom, stand for this constitutional republic, stand for the Declaration of Independence, stand for the Bill of Rights, and stand for your fellow brother and sister. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast, speaking truth against the lies. In Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. 
To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers, incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states, for that purpose obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislators. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments for suspending our own legislators and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. 
He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us, and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attention to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general congress, assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do, in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor.